0: Hello everybody
1: Well top of the morning to you (laughs) on this fine valentine's day Yeah
0: happy valentine's day or the day after valentine's day which could also just be called valentine's day candy clearance day
1: Best day you know honestly i was i was out shopping last night Yeah (laughs) The day before valentine's day and they already began the sales Yeah
0: naturally so Uh well welcome back to another episode of boosting confused i'm carol ann This is matt And uh yeah, it's a shit pod so if it's your first time welcome if you're returning <laughs> you already know how shit it is and you hopefully have no expectations
1: if it's your first time what do you what, do
0: you, what, what brings you, you around here? if it's
1: your <laughs> second time and after what are you still doing here
0: yeah we just wrapped up dinner we've had a couple drinks and lots of
1: lots of food yeah
0: hopefully it's a good episode but we'll see i actually had all of this ready to record on sunday but i'm kind of happy we procrastinated
1: it's my it's my love language is procrastination
0: yeah um only because there's in the last couple of days been more updates to the story um so I'm, i'm happy right yeah the story yeah yeah. that one it's not the george santos episode yet because there's a new update about uh, that every fucking week that i feel like i just maybe we do like an in memoriam episode <laughs> when all of that is over in the arms <laughs> of the angels for just five cents a day you can help wig. save george santos's career <laughs>
1: buy him a wig <laughs>
0: All right, well, uh, we're going to get into it, but before we get into it... We have some housekeeping you know, things. You know the drill. The first is we're on all your favorite social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And uh, you could DM us on any of those platforms, but really Twitter for now and Instagram are the ways to go. So, appreciated. Uh, if social media isn't really your thing and you still want to send us a message, you could send us an email at boostingconfusedpodcast@gmail.com. at Yeah sounds great
1: i don't have the password to it i could i i have a (laughs) guess on what it is yeah um you like you keep saying like oh if we get rid of twitter look daddy musk just dm'd me asking for some amazon gift cards (laughs) so i can get twitter verified for us
0: yeah that's how they're accepting um the blue check verifications you just have to pay for their rent uh for their downtown building in san fran
1: yeah you just gotta just send them some amazon gift cards there
0: you go there you go super easy um if uh you like the pod and you want to support us the best way that you could do that is by leaving a review and or subscribing following whatever you want to do um and uh if you take a screenshot and send it to us we'll send you some boost and confuse stickers in the mail for free I and wait hold on Ooh. i have to say if mm. we've sent you stickers recently and you haven't actually received them um please let us know because i think i'm not gonna say that we have mail theft going on but i will say people we've sent mail to recently of like uh weight heavier than just a standard card have not gotten their mail uh so me thinks maybe I don't know. Somebody was like, ooh, maybe this has some Amazon gift cards in it going to Daddy Musk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just let us know. And we'll happily send you 10,000 more yeah. stickers.
1: Um, I'll print out your screenshots, take them to my <laughs> dartboard, and start throwing some darts at yeah. your kind words.
0: Yeah, thank you so much.
1: It's my love language.
0: And uh, the last one is what are you drinking?
1: Uh, it's wine. I don't. Is, what yeah, kind is it? A red wine. It's red.
0: It's a Pinot Noir.
1: No, it's a Cabernet.
0: No, this is a Pinot Noir. It's a nice Chianti. Where <laughs> for anyone else who was just attacked um, by the audio from Matt, it puts from, the lotion from that, on the skin. Uh, for the record, apparently it's a Silence of the Lambs reference. Put the lotion in the basket. But I just feel personally Put the lotion attacked. Lotion in the basket. So. Um, all right, we should probably just get into what it. What are you drinking? This is oh fuck! Uh, I'm drinking a Smithwick's red ale.
1: There you go. And
0: uh, I will have four sips of this, and then dump the rest out probably as I go the to bed sink, which in is about me. an hour. I'm the sink. Yeah. Dump it into me. Yeah. So cheers, happy Valentine's cheers. Day, everybody. This is my love language. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, this week, we are going to talk about this train derailment that happened in Ohio.
1: I thought we were talking about the balloons.
0: We're not going to talk about the balloons. Uh, Very brief update from today about the unidentified flying objects that were shot down, aside from the first one of the Chinese spy balloon. Uh, The last three that were shot down were allegedly deemed to be private in nature. So, probably not aliens and probably not from a foreign uh, government. But
1: So... If we're not doing the balloon, we're not doing like, like, the island.
0: What island? Oh, Jeffrey Epstein's. The Epstein um, Island. We're court not documents doing, were just released today, and that. it showed there was
1: two thousand pages like released.
0: Yeah, I, I have not, not had time to yet. go through those. So oh, um, we're also not going to do that today. But what we will do today is the train derailment that happened in Ohio earlier this month in February. Either you heard about it initially and haven't really heard updates since, or if you're like me, you've been getting every update that's been happening uh, since this has come out from outside of just mainstream media, if you will.
1: Right. This is a pretty quiet, this is a pretty quiet story.
0: I, well, it's... Quiet.
1: For as serious as it it seems, it, it does seem pretty quiet.
0: In my opinion. Now, I did put my tinfoil hat on before we sat down. In my opinion, I do feel like this is a cover-up in the making. I truly feel like twenty years from now, we're gonna see, uh, like lawsuits, <laughs> American get,
1: Chernobyl,
0: pretty much like cancer rates are going to, going to skyrocket in the area. Um, I think the environmental effects of of what is happening are really yet to be known or seen. Um. And I have a lot of reasons for why I think that. I, I'm not just like speculating with, you know, out of my ass. I am speculating out of my ass, but with with reason, within good reason.
1: We bought these microphones. We can do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's actually that was my tax write off for 2020 is... is these microphones for business. Just kidding. IRS, don't come. Business after me. is booming. Um, All right. So if you don't know the full details around this train derailment, I will just very quickly fill you in. Uh, So it's outside of East Palestine, Ohio, which is very close to the Pennsylvania border. Um, If you're not good at American geography like I am because I'm an American. um, Yeah. Ohio and Pennsylvania border each other. So that was well done. (laughs) That was a a reminder to myself for fourth grade. (laughs) Um, So, this car had, or this train had 50 cars. It derailed, like, 9 p.m. Eastern, Friday, February 3rd, and it was just, like, a whole plethora of products. It was coming from Madison, Illinois, to Conway, Pennsylvania, so, like, almost there.
1: So close.
0: Um, But this train was owned by Norfolk Southern. So, if that sounds familiar to anybody, it's probably familiar because of the rail strike uh that was threatened like late 2022 they were one of the big players involved in that and we'll get into that in a little bit they
1: were so close to getting what they wanted so i think they did a little well they got some stuff it's it's it's, heavily debated at this moment yeah it's on yeah so
0: here's the cool thing um more than the 100 cars that were part of this train like 20 of them had hazardous materials that they were carrying um now what does hazardous materials mean
1: it, it shouldn't go in your eyes or in your mouth yeah or on your skin yeah and thank you, you and you have to <laughs> you have to go to the little like eyeball shower yeah thing yeah yeah in yeah, your they high like school your science your eyes classroom <laughs> with the water from like 1980
0: mm-hmm. yeah so, i don't i don't think those are gonna help you in in this uh cleanup situation here. But um yeah, this is like any kind of cargo that could pose danger like flammables, combustibles, environmental risks. Um fourteen cars carrying vinyl chloride were involved in the derailment and were exposed to fire. Um so at least one was like releasing the contents, you know, of the car uh through a pressure release device, as designed, I guess, for emergency. Well that was working at least. So as this is all unfolding, village officials were like, hey, you know what? You might hear explosions because of the fire. Uh, you've probably seen the very apocalyptic pictures uh, coming from this scene of like the big plume of smoke and fire. And
1: oh, oh, it's not that bad. Oh, it's, just, yeah. it's, it's just a little smoke cloud. It's like, OK, just a small fire this is under control. Everything's fine. Yeah, no, no, no.
0: Everything is fine here. Um, And it was so fine, in fact, that they were like, hey, you're drinking water? It's totally fine. Even though, um, you know, it started becoming discolored because of the amount of water that was being pumped to fight the fire. So it was like having an effect on... Was it? Yes.
1: Also, weren't all the fish kind of having a bad time?
0: Yeah, spoilers. We're going to get there. But like kind of leading into that some runoff from that was detected in streams and rail officials were like no 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 guys we got it we got it we got it it won't go any further downstream we're all good
1: yeah even though it's in the water it's it's not gonna move
0: yeah no no no, it's
1: it's chill it's gonna dilute it's it's like when you when you pee in the pool it just dilutes
0: (laughs) yeah it's just out of sight out of mind
1: it's a victimless crime yeah
0: (laughs) Um, so the initial evacuation area, because they did put an evacuate, like an immediate evacuation notice out, um, it was like 1,500 to 2,000 of the town's 4,800 to 4,900 residents. It's not really clear how many people were affected or like how many people actually left. Crews obviously had to go door to door telling people to leave the evacuation zone. Um But there was an official statement that um, the governor's office put out that said the vinyl chloride contents of five rail cars are currently unstable and could potentially explode, causing deadly disbursement of shrapnel and toxic fumes. To alleviate the risk of uncontrollable shrapnel from an explosion, Norfolk Southern Railroad is planning a controlled release of the vinyl chloride at approximately 3.30 today. Okay, so that was the real crash happened Friday night. So I assume this was Saturday, uh, February 4th, if I uh, remember correctly. So officials put out this map that was like, you know, very...
1: You are here. (laughs) Danger Danger, over here. Pretty much. Everything's fine over here. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean pretty much so this map had like a red zone on it and a yellow zone and it was like downwind from where the the burn was happening. So they were like hey if you're in this red zone um, you know you will be exposed to deadly toxins Uh, and anyone in the yellow zone you might be exposed to deadly toxins. Like you might have skin burns and lung damage just really buried the the it might
1: it, it might happen. We don't know.
0: So vinyl chloride kind of sounds like a little bit of a buzzword.
1: Yeah, vinyl reminds me of like music and chloride reminds me of like sodium chloride.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't do very good in my science classes or my math classes for that matter. I'm much more the other side of the brain that's like the artsy-fartsy side. Um, So let's do a little what the fuck is vinyl chloride. Ooh,
1: I'm actually really intrigued by it. What is vinyl chloride?
0: All right. It, it turns out vinyl chloride is actually really common. Is it? It's used to make the polyvinyl chloride hard plastic resin that we use in a lot of our plastic products. So it's a pretty common material, apparently. Um, but for as common as it is, uh, it's also a known carcinogen. Um, so you could have, like, I don't know, increased risks of liver cancer. Who needs a liver? You only have one of those, right? What's the show oh, called? <laughs> What's this show
1: called? We <laughs> yeah, I need don't know. it. We need it.
0: You know, I'm. I'm sure we'd be fine. Um, so the CDC uh, warns that breathing vinyl chloride over long periods may be connected to. Uh, y- this feels like it's going to be one of those fucking <laughs> like, like, um, medic. Uh, Jesus, what is it? Like the medicine commercials, oh, that the it's prescription like, commercials, with worry. It's, it's, where it's like, like somebody out playing in a field and they're happy, donkey dory.
1: Taking this drug will make you want to die <laughs> and your eyeballs will bleed and also your pets won't like you anymore.
0: <laughs> your family will reject you for who you've become. Yeah. For any of the Europeans listening to this podcast or really just anybody outside of the US. Um,
1: and New Zealand. And New Zealand. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Unified. What up? <laughs>
0: Uh you should look up what the American prescription commercials look like cuz it's kind of fucked up.
1: They're a little funny.
0: They're it's just so dystopian and bizarre. Very bizarre. So anyways, this this is this next blurb is kind of reminiscent to me about what that sounds like. Let's go. So the CDC warns that breathing vinyl chloride over long periods may be connected to brain cancer, lung cancers, some cancers of the blood. But uh, what we know about how this chemical affects people is from people who have been exposed throughout a long period of time. So like workers, for example, kind of if you think about the workers who used to work in the asbestos mines and then bring it home to like their families who were also exposed daily, it's not really known how asbestos like interacts or um you know impacts like homeowners who are doing one diy project and then come up with right. asbestos right
1: and of course we forget about the munchkins from the wizard of oz oh yeah they're all fucking rolling dead. in the snow
0: yeah yeah that's snow and Wizard of Oz, all asbestos, pure asbestos. The
1: graphics were so great yeah. <laughs> considering how old the movie was.
0: Yeah. So we don't really know um, or have enough data to understand how this kind of like sudden release of vinyl chloride um, is going to affect people that live nearby or how the decision to like burn the vinyl chloride in the way that they did is going to affect its dispersal. So the EPA said that it's monitoring uh two other chemicals the first one is hydrogen chloride the second one is phosgene.
1: yep no idea
0: i just looked up how to pronounce this before this episode so i hope that's right uh any of my science friends listening to this know you're not um and so they're saying that those chemicals may also be released into the air by the controlled burn um which is not great either because apparently uh was used as a weapon in world war one um, it's a highly toxic gas that can lead to choking, chest constriction, and in the most acute exposures, even possibly death.
1: You mean like like uh, mustard gas?
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Because that became a war crime. You can't use yeah. that anymore. Yeah. No, no, there's no. there's rules to war.
0: Yeah, we have rules now. We're not complete barbarians. Um, hydrogen chloride has a pungent odor, can irritate the nose, throat, and skin. ENTs are going to have a hell of a time in this area, probably. Business will be booming. Um, what's also interesting, uh, an update that I just read about a day or two ago, is that the East Palestine Fire Department had to pretty much throw out all of their equipment after responding to this. Wow! They lost their air packs, their bunker gear, their trucks had to go through a decontamination process. And it's not like... You can go to the corner store and buy all the shit that you need to be a fireman. Just
1: got to go to the fireman store. Yeah.
0: Just go to the fireman store. That's yeah.
1: Actually, I've never seen a fireman store before. Because
0: there is no fireman store. There's no like, oh, go get your fireman gear here. At least not in this area, which is shocking. Considering where we live. Yeah. <laughs> but Everyone's a firefighter down I, everyone's here. Everyone's a fireman. Uh, everyone and their uncle. Um. So a lot of the shit they have orders for right now, and companies are trying to expedite those orders to put them to the top of the list so they can get some gear. Other fire departments are donating some of their extra gear um, or just any surplus that they have uh, so that this fire department isn't just completely, you know, boned for not having any gear. But yeah, how fucking crazy is that? Boned? They're not going to get <laughs> fucked. What do you want me to say? Burn. you can't re- get, you get can't go burned. fight fires without any get, fucking firefighting equipment so they're yeah they're they're burned. fucked
1: they're gonna get burned
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right that's the end of this podcast good night good night everybody uh so like we were mentioning they they were saying like oh controlled burn is the way to go which like okay again i don't know shit about science i don't know shit about the epa i don't know shit about shit
1: I know about controlled burns. I
0: don't know anything about controlled burns. I'm sure that a controlled burn is probably a more predictable outcome than just being like, "Well, let's just see if it explodes." And then what happens if it actually actually explodes? You know, even no right, idea. it becomes
1: like a wildfire. Is it, you know, a controlled burn the beauty of a controlled burn is that that it's you controlled. control
0: it. <laughs> Very insightful on this podcast we are. I you am, see, a controlled I am, burn is, is I controlled.
1: Am, I am nine and very badass. <laughs> <laughs> I am very smart.
0: Oh, my God. Um, so they did this control burn. They said at least the good news is that the burn went as planned. Um, but they said, oh, no concerning air quality um, or water quality readings have been detected. That's according to the Pennsylvania governor, uh, Josh Shapiro. That was Monday night, so that would have been... Oh, I don't know. Recently.
1: <laughs> What's today? Today's Tuesday. <laughs> I don't
0: know. It's not yesterday, Monday. Oh, it's, it I believe, previous. last week.
1: Okay, yeah. So this, it's it's been a minute. Good good news, everyone. <laughs> Everything is fine.
0: <laughs> um, But he also continued, For now, out of an abundance of caution, Pennsylvanians who live within two miles of East Palestine, where this derailment occurred, should just continue to shelter in place this evening and keep your windows and doors shut. So for anyone who lives in a wildfire uh, prone area and you typically get the smoke from wildfires, whether it's close or you're just downwind, you know what the smoke does to your air quality and how fucked up it gets and how it gets into your like HVAC systems. And it's not like you can just keep your doors and windows closed and everything is hunky dory. Like it's, it's
1: just it just gets all up in there.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not I mean, I'm sure it's better than the alternative of just huffing everything and being on fire, yeah, or being on fire, that is everything is better than being on fire for the most part,
1: except yeah. maybe drowning,
0: except drowning, um what's crazy to me. Is As they're talking about this controlled burn, they're like, you've nothing to worry about. It's better than the alternative of, like, (laughs) shrapnel and the cars exploding and, like, sending debris into nearby neighborhoods. Um, What's crazy is, like, there's... uh, uh, an expert, his name is Eric Olson, that I'm about to quote here. He's a senior strategic director at the Environmental Advocacy Group Natural Resources Defense Council. That's a mouthful. Does that not is. roll off the tongue. There's um, got to
1: be like an acronym for that.
0: Uh, NRDC. Nerdic.
1: That's really nice. Ner- and nerdic. <laughs> I work for the NRDC.
0: Oh, yeah. It does. That that does roll off the tongue a little bit Welcome far.
1: to the NRDC.
0: Yeah. I. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, So anyways, Eric Olson said that burning a chemical could increase the radius of exposure. So there's concerns about that regardless of whether it explodes or not. Um, This is a little alarming to me. This is where it gets a little alarming. This is
1: where it gets a little crazy. Let's go.
0: So he said... Authorities may be trying to reassure people, and they may have more data than I do. I hope they do about what the exposure levels and wind patterns are. But if it were me, I would not stick around. I would take my family with me and not return until I'm pretty confident the risk has subsided. So here's where things start to, mm, I don't know, skew in my view opinion of a cover upcoming.
1: In fact, I I would be so sure I would just leave the state entirely, and erase it I've from never my memory, back and, back and Ohio. erase it off my maps, and just never go back.
0: I mean, I think I was just saying that Ohio is kind of a shit state, anyways.
1: Did you? Is this your fault? <laughs> maybe a butterfly this, maybe flaps its wings yeah. around the world, and a tsunami forms. Yeah. Like, did you do this?
0: This, yeah, this is maybe me. Maybe. Hey
1: we got her we got fbi <laughs> yeah guy. FBI we got guy. her we got her this is a confession <laughs> i've been wearing a wire this whole time this whole
0: time the whole what almost nine the years the together is just wires yeah <laughs> the executive producer is the really cats, just a doll just wires just wires um so epa has been doing readings um as of february 11th so a few days ago there were about 300 requests for air testing in homes that were received so far testing takes like half an hour for each home there's only four teams that are handling it so they're working like 10 hour days to get it done um but james justice of the epa isn't that like such a james justice that's a comic book name it really is (laughs) <laughs> i'm gonna look up what james justice looks uh, like and if he doesn't look like his... clark kent i'm gonna be disappointed yeah, if
1: his jawline sucks just cancel <laughs> him just cancel him he was on epstein island
0: oh god yeah maybe okay okay no we're not gonna accuse people of we're not fucking elon fight Musk me here. Coward. <laughs> coward like i don't like this person they must be a pedophile um all right so james justice is part of the epa he said last week Um, it was unlikely there would be any dangerous levels of toxins inside any homes or businesses based on readings from air monitors around the community." And direct quote. Uh, Due to the location of the derailment, it is improbable that substances from the derailment will impact the groundwater or drinking water wells in the area. Uh, they said it's possible some of the chemicals may have spilled into the sulfur run, which is a nearby stream that the agency is sampling for contamination. Uh, schools in East Palestine were closed all week, uh, tentatively to reopen this some week. Some solid
1: spring break time there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they were remaining closed Uh, last week to deep clean buildings and have HVAC systems inspected. So, I mean, I don't know, man. To me, if you just take the EPA at their word, uh, sounds great. Yeah, sounds good. Nothing to worry about.
1: Thank, f- thank goodness we were able to just control all this right away.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: controlling our airspace, controlling our rail system controlling burns mm-hmm. what yeah. what can't we control
0: <laughs> i was going to say the weather but
1: we're getting there we're
0: getting there
1: oh yeah we're getting there
0: um for anyone who didn't know this fun fact i'm i'm not going to say the epa is full of liars um
1: <laughs> you heard it here first folks
0: i will say i think that there are mistakes that have been made in history uh from government organizations, maybe. We'll put it that way. Uh, One example that comes to mind is the EPA on September 18th, 2001, made a blanket statement that the air quality at ground zero was safe. At ground zero, all the areas impacted around it. They were like, no, we're good. We're good. You guys are good. There's nothing there. And meanwhile, it was not good. A week after 9-11, the EPA was like, yep, Everything is everything is good here. Back to work. Yeah. every Everything is fine. And this is a true story. I'm not making this up. You can go look at EPA's report um, that came out, I'm not sure how long ago, where they talk about, like, yeah, we fucked up. We absolutely fucked up. We didn't have the right or authority or data uh, to say that things were fine. Source. Because Just they trust were Trust me, bro. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, that's interesting. And I also really am struggling with the fact that there's like no fucking oversight happening at this location. It's, you've got Norfolk, um, Southern, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you've got, um, the first responders who are really just doing whatever they can so that they're they're not part of the problem. yeah. Yeah. Um, and if anything, they're the ones probably going to get some of the worst of, uh, the side effects of this. But I'm just struggling to trust that um, the EPA is acting independently here.
1: I'm sure there's an interest point here for themselves. Back to business. Carry on as usual.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, And part of the reason that I'm struggling with this is for maybe some of the more fucked up parts of the story that some of you may have heard. So there's claims circulating unverified verified however you want to describe it um people's livestock are dying people's pets are dying people are letting their dogs out to go take a shit and then like a couple hours later their dog is dead people's entire flocks of chickens have died within like a 10 mile radius of where this accident happened
1: i mean that's that's extremely concerning
0: yeah it's like the fucking canary in the mine. The canary mine. in the coal mine
1: thing. It's it's more sensitive than humans are. If the canary yeah. goes, everyone's got to bail. And it could be too late.
0: Yeah. I, I I saw something really interesting earlier that was um, someone giving a recommendation that if you live in this area or anywhere even in a, a radius that's close by, uh, go to the doctor now. Get a baseline health reading um, so you can prove, like, hey, I am healthy. So... Assumingly, if you develop side effects from this exposure in the long run. You can sue the shit absolutely out of these people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a quote from Robert Atkinson, um, really a tweet, um, who's an international brotherhood of Teamsters rep who lives in the area. I'm going to read um, his whole little tweet thread real quick. Uh, Norfolk Southern assures us that the vinyl chloride spilling from the tanks of their derail train and burning and tapping uh, sorry not tapping turning into hydrogen chloride as it rises into the atmosphere and mixes with water vapor then turning into hydrochloric acid is not dangerous to humans more than two miles away. Why would I ever doubt their word? It's not like vinyl chloride in doses more than one part per million over an eight-hour period is extremely harmful to humans, and it's not like hundreds of thousands of pounds of resulting toxic acid in the air is bad for humans either.
1: I'm sensing a bit of sarcasm in that. Yeah, just a little bit. There's There's a a lot of caps
0: in there that y'all can't... Ooh, yeah, I didn't catch
1: any of those caps. You gotta...
0: Yeah, yeah. So... There's a woman who posted a video of her chicken. She's straight up fucking dead in North Lima, Ohio. The link to this, if you want to watch the video, is in the show notes. It's a Reddit link uh, to the crazy fucking video subreddit. So this woman lives like 10 miles away from the accident. Her name's Amanda. So she's talking to a local news station and she said her eyes watered when she went outside. Her chickens were fine the day before. And then I think in the video, like all these fucking chickens are just
1: just Right. Oh, that's so sad.
0: Yeah. It's fucked up. Um, also, there was a reporter for News Nation, uh, who was arrested during the news event. Um, maybe earlier this week I'm like losing track of time. Must have potentially been over the weekend. Um, where the governor had like, you know, Discussed the evacuation orders being lifted um, and people were like, "Mm, wait a second, like that's not kosher. You're going to have people come back to this potentially toxic wasteland and you're just okay with that. Um, And so now with that journalist being arrested, all of the news of the environmental concerns being kind of swept under the rug. People are concerned that this is becoming um, an environmental disaster, like cover up in the making. I am a hundred percent like certain that it is. It's
1: like HBO is going to have a uh, American Chernobyl.
0: Yeah. Down yeah. the line. And like we, we try not to get very political on this podcast. Um, but I will say there's, there's definitely political motivations for why some of this, could potentially be swept under the rug so one of them that i already mentioned is that there's a really big rail strike that was threatened in late 2022 and um the biden administration played a large hand in trying to like
1: squash it right yeah squash
0: the rail strike because it would lead to economic disaster um and in reality it's not like these railway workers were looking to make as much as the fucking ceo they were just looking to stop having trains be like considerably understaffed like they have been doing um to implement more safety regulations uh and better benefits and, and things like that like i don't know getting time off to go see a fucking doctor when you need to and not schedule it three months in advance um but yeah so the biden administration did play a really large role in trying to facilitate those conversations and prevent them from being able to strike i think there have been recent updates i, I meant to look um where the status of those things were but um yeah so that's that's one potential thing and, and why it doesn't maybe exactly look great um that this is happening so close to that
1: yeah I, I think i might have heard on the radio this morning that um they can use sick days or personal days for something or the other you know there's a little more flexibility in it where they can take like the day of off should they need it
0: yeah. And cool. that wasn't the case before. If, no, it's, no. Which, which is crazy. If you like took a day off, you could risk being fired. So that's cool. Um, yeah. So Norfolk Southern was one of the companies at the heart of those strikes last year or attempted strikes, uh, threatened strikes, if you want to call it that. Um. At the point of which we were recording this podcast and I was doing my research earlier this week, I wasn't able to access the Norfolk Southern reportings on their site. So their financial reports, Um, it was giving an error. So here's what I could find for the 2022 reports. Um, The first one Railway operating revenues were a record $12.7 billion in 2022, up 14%, or $1.6 billion compared with 2021, driven by an 18% increase revenue per unit. Railway operating expenses were $7.9 billion, an increase of 19% with the same period last year, driven by higher fuel prices, inflation, network congestion, and higher compensation and benefits. Income from railway operations was $4.8 billion, up 8%, or $362 million year over year, which was an annual record. Okay. Think about how fucking crazy that money is. Income was $4.8 billion. How much do you think, pop Quiz, Norfolk Southern, announced that it would be giving East Palestine? Um, to help with some of these like cleanup efforts and like housing of oh. folks who are unhoused now.
1: Yeah. Lucky you asked me, cause this is my strong suit actually numbers. Um, let's say like $5,000.
0: Oh yeah. I don't know. Pretty close. The $25,000. Hey, for you residents know, affected. Res-
1: yeah, reasonably close. Great.
0: And, uh, this is a company with a market capitalization of like nearly $60 billion. Um, also has been providing Wall Street investors with like billions in profits. So that's pretty nice. Um, What's kind of crazy is, yes, a lot of this seems like um, it's a direct result of these companies trying to push for greater and greater profits. Uh, I read some crazy stat. It was like, there's five rail accidents per day in the U.S., which I would be very curious to look at the statistics from a cu- uh, country that has a broader rail network than we do, uh, and see how that compares. Um, but like a typical year has like over a thousand derailments, which seems extraordinarily that, that seems, high. That uh, seems
1: like like a ton. Yeah. Um, also, like I never hear about them. I. Yeah. You, you'd think maybe it's like oh some some um some jackalope parked his car <laughs> on the tracks that they're trying to get through
0: yeah yeah stupid people um yeah i think we we probably really only hear about the ones where either like a passenger or somebody has, has died as a result or ones like the one in east ohio from earlier this month where it's like i don't know like a fucking toxic wasteland now
1: didn't something just happen in texas
0: oh yeah there was um there was a derailment in Houston yesterday potentially maybe Sunday this week. Um and there were uh like chemicals on board, but from my understanding there were chemicals that were like like more household cleaner type ones, like like, Windex. like your Fabuloso like fucking just, spilled it's just all just over a, Houston. A
1: giant train car of yeah, like Windex.
0: Pine-Sol uh, and your Mr. Clean. Yeah, your Mr. Clean and actually your Fabuloso. The only reason that's top of mind is there's a recall for it right now because of a bacteria that could make you sick. So check your Fabuloso about Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So when I had mentioned that the rail companies are looking to potentially understaff these trains part of the way that they're trying to do that is by increasing the size and weight of trains they're like using advanced computer programming to increase the number and frequency of trains on tracks um so things maybe seem a little bit more efficient but as we had mentioned a lot of fucking derailments uh and also something that's interesting um I don't have the exact notes in front of me, and I wish that I did, uh, but it just came out or it was just pointed out that the uh, Trump administration rolled back a uh, an Obama administration um, like law rule about train braking, uh, specifically meant to prevent things like this from happening. Uh, so it required trains to have specific kinds of brakes to... Uh, you know, prevent fucking derailments like this from happening. Uh, Apparently the Trump administration rolled it back because it was not business friendly. So, right.
1: Yeah. Oh, you mean we might lose some money because you're slowing down because you need to nah.
0: Yeah. And I know, I I know it may seem we, we lean one way or the other on this podcast, (laughs) but I will say at the end of the day, most politicians don't have your best interest in mind. It's all about capitalism, baby.
1: That's the way the is. It's cookie all a fucking crumbles. club and we're there not we in go. it.
0: We're not in it. Um, so, from this train derailment specifically, a lot of the early reports said that there's a mechanical failure with one of the axles. Um, and so the crew had to pull the emergency brake, but the brake didn't actually stop the train. It still just fucking crashed. So, that's great. Um, and that's why there are so many evacuations, you know. Um, and the. The other piece that is interesting about this is Norfolk Southern. As much as it talks about, um, you know, their modern and electronic braking systems, they have so many improvements over their old systems. Um, they resisted braking regulations at every fucking turn. So that's kind of where the the braking regulations from the Obama to the Trump administration and the rollbacks come into play. So the company Norfolk uh, Southern. Uh, lobbied for lighter regulations on train safety and specifically pushed for a narrow definition of high-hazard trains. And the Ohio cars, (laughs) full of hazardous chemicals, did not meet that narrow definition.
1: Isn't that fucking crazy? It's like, how how dare the government tell me that I can't drink five beers while I'm driving my Ford F-150? That sounds like you telling me what to do.
0: Next thing you know, they're going to tell you you can't put nuts on your truck.
1: Oh, that's that's when the civil war happens. <laughs> civil war round two.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, this is kind of the last piece that I have there. But uh, Norfolk Southern was fully aware of how ineffective the old brakes were when compared to the competitors that they have, and they still resisted any push to actually use the electronic brakes on high risk trains. They spent millions of dollars lobbying against it. So this
1: is it, it's just like yeah. It's cheaper to just yeah. to have a crash, yeah, for them. I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, what do you think about it? It's it's like companies who decide to just pay the fucking fine for uh, illegal dumping. dumping, yeah, because it's cheaper to pay the fine than it is to fix. Yeah, what you're doing. Yeah. So uh, that's today's episode, and maybe we'll do a follow up episode of. 20 to 30 years uh, of (laughs) how people are faring health wise. But um, what I really think should happen is all the fucking CEOs, everybody from the EPA who's saying that the area is fine to live in should go live in a fucking hotel in this area with their families, their family pets and their chickens and their chickens for I want them to live there for, I don't know, three, 10 years, even, even a month.
1: I was just like three weeks, but okay. Yeah. Go off. Even go on. No, 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 no. 10 years. Go go, go off.
0: live at a fucking hotel where you don't have, um, professional HVAC systems. I want you to have something that's probably more along the standard lines of what these people in East Palestine have. Uh, and yeah, tell me, tell me how you fucking feel. Go drink the water where all the fucking fish are coming up dead and tell me that you feel safe living there and you would you would raise your kids there. So, I'm going to bite my tongue cuz I'm about to get really uh like fuck these corporations, Ooh. but No, that's not what we're here for. Just conspiracies.
1: And this is one of them.
0: This this is definitely one of them. This is a a cover up in the making.
1: Of of all the conspiracies we've had, this is one of them.
0: Originally, I thought all this shit happening with the balloons was just to detract was a distraction. from what was happening here. And I mean, to be honest, to my knowledge, it's February 14th. I don't think Joe Biden has publicly talked about this train derailment yet. I could be wrong, but when I looked yesterday, I did not see anything.
1: I Me mean, neither, because you're my new source. So.
0: <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, that's it for today. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Take care of yourself.
0: Next week, we'll either talk about, I don't know, Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein George Island, Santos, UFOs.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Where do we get? Yeah, where, where, where do begin? we start?
0: This is a uh, conspiracy theorist. It's a buffet. What frame? This, this
1: is a buffet. Yes, truly is.
0: All right, well, have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.